Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. This coming weekend is uh, Easter weekend, and in lieu of that, I wanted to share with you some scripture from uh, Mark chapter 11. This has always been one of my favorite chapters, but recently as I read it again, I really saw how that there are some wonderful principles here for us to apply to our everyday personal lives. So starting with uh, Mark chapter 11, uh, the first 11 verses says, As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why you are doing this, tell him the Lord needs it and will send it back here shortly. They went and found a colt outside in the street, tied at a doorway. As they untied it, some people standing there asked, What are you doing untying that colt? They answered as Jesus had told them to, and the people let them go. When they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went to the temple. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. May God honor his word today. There are so many beautiful principles in this Mark chapter 11 that we can apply. Principle number one is that Jesus wants triumphal entry into our lives. In this chapter 11 of Mark, it is the beginning of the Passion Week in which Christ is to die. This is symbolic that we too, beloved, are to die with Christ. There can be no triumphal entry into our lives without death. In fact, that abundant life that Jesus has promised and what he talks about in the in the other um, uh portions of scripture is all about knowing that we die with Christ when we come in and experience the new birth. We are to die to our sins, to our frustrations, to our fears, to our own failures. Trusting Jesus to come into our lives triumphantly and to have absolute complete reign in our lives. And just as Jesus entered Jerusalem publicly for all to see, and just as he entered courageously, not fearing the power and the meanness of his enemies, so we too must come publicly and courageously to Jesus Christ not fearing what man or woman might say about us because we have accepted Christ as our Savior. 
Christ not only came publicly and courageously into Jerusalem, but he also came cheerfully. He was not cast down or disquieted at the thought of his suffering. He could come this way because he was assured of a complete victory. He knew his purpose. He knew his destiny. When we are letting Christ reign, beloved, triumphantly in our lives, we too know our victory. We too will be ushered in and know our destiny. This, beloved, is how we are to come to Christ, publicly, courageously, and cheerfully. Have you come to Jesus Christ this way, or have you come to Christ at all? Christ is calling for you to come, and to come triumphantly. This triumphal entry of Christ into Jerusalem is how he wants to come into our lives, and this is how he wants to stay in our lives. us living triumphantly in him and to always remember that first love. Now, you might be saying, oh, I cannot come to Christ. I am not good enough. I have sinned or failed too much. Or maybe you have come to Christ in the past, but your praise and love have grown cold before him. And you no longer say to him, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Our status as a person does not matter with Jesus. It matters not that you are rich, that you were poor. Jesus wants you. Jesus wants a few good men and a few good women who will go all the way with him. Jesus didn't appear to have all the riches of the earth, but they were at his disposal when he needed them. Just as he sent two of his disciples after the colt and told them, where it would be and what to say and that it would be given to them shows his all knowing, his all possessing, his all authority over every human being and creature. Principle number two in this uh, passage in, in Mark chapter 11 is that Jesus came humbly as he came triumphantly. And so shall we humbly come unto him with reverence and respect and repentance when needed and ask, you know, humbly of him and show him how that we love him so much. And because the Bible tells us, beloved, that we get more grace when we are humble. Jesus came on a donkey's colt, the son of God, the king of kings, not considered in high esteem for a king to ride. He came on a colt, which means that it was untamed and rough, probably rude and unmanageable and uncontrollable. In this, in this Christ showed his dominion over the beast that no man had ridden upon. And it's really a picture of us, beloved. So many times it's symbolic of our own persons and personalities. We are untamed and rough and sometimes rude and sometimes fearful and uncontrollable. And it is with the help of the Lord only many times that will tame us and make us manageable. Also, this cult was borrowed. So it matters not about how material wealth or status of life we're in, what where we are. Christ the King, while on earth, he rode upon a borrowed colt, went upon the waters in a borrowed boat, and he even ate the Passover in a borrowed room, and finally he was buried in a borrowed tomb. 
Oh, that we would see how fruitless it is to strive after the material when we have everything from our Father at our disposal through prayer and trusting Jesus Christ. Christ showed his knowledge of things distant in his power over the wills of men when he sent his disciples after the cult. So, beloved, this proves that Christ can do anything and everything. He even knows your thoughts, and this should give you great hope in the fact that the Christ, this Jesus Christ, wants such triumphal entry into you, your life, and my life, that we, you know, will humbly say, Come, Lord Jesus, Hosanna in the highest. I trust you completely. Please join me tomorrow as I continue this this series on the triumphal entry of Jesus into our life as we celebrate the upcoming Resurrection Day of Jesus Christ. God bless you and know that because of His triumphal entry in your life, you will always have the faith to live by. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments, or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636.